It's Ben and Kelly. Good morning, 9970JX. Hi there, Kelly. Hello. Let's just get to it. I mean, I couldn't stay up to watch the end of the game because it was on too late. But I woke up to shocking news as well. The you thought it was going one way when you went to bed. Well, it was a mm, the big game is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Couple weeks there in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, when I went to bed, it was tied. The Bengals and the Chiefs were tied thirteen apiece. So I was like, "All right, it's a close game." However, Joe Burrow has never lost to the Chiefs. So I was like, all right, we're good. Now, I will say that Cincinnati's mayor and and a lot of other people were um, giving a lot of ammo to the Chiefs this past week by calling it, uh, instead of Arrowhead Stadium, uh, like Burrowhead Stadium, Uh and uh, just you know, putting a lot of, as they like to say, uh, locker room uh, talk up on the board, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Bengals are not in the Super Bowl. I mean, we're in Louisville. We don't really care too much about we're all that stuff. We're not super invested, but that's the closest team. But, yeah, Cincinnati, I know there's a lot of Cincinnati fans as well as, uh, I mean, I would imagine there are probably some Kansas City fans here in this city, but... I think we're closer to Cincinnati, and me personally, I would would have rather seen the Bengals go to the second straight Super Bowl. Well, and hadn't we'll they won wait. like ten games in a row? They were like on a streak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had started yeah. the season pretty crappy, and then uh, turned it on. So, um, and then the Forty ers had no shot against the Eagles yesterday. They lost thirty one to seven. I mean, it was just yeah. uh, just a cluster Ouchie. match. Yeah. So figured I'd get it out of the way early. You know. The pain and heartbreak as you're waking up this morning thinking, oh, wow, all right, maybe it'll be a Joe Burrow Super Bowl again. Nope. Nope. No Bengals. So. See, again, this is why I don't get emotionally invested in sports. Guys, you know what? Smart. Smart. Thank you. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes if you just don't have a care in the world, then you just right. roll through life. You don't care at all. About the sports. You don't get affected by these things. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, woke up this morning and I first thing I did was check my phone and I was I felt that little sting in the pit of my stomach. Just like, ah, yeah. oh, that's One not a One of the first way. things I saw was an interview with Patrick Mahomes giving glory to God. And I was like, oh, all right. So that, that wasn't good news then for Bengals fans. Well, yeah, he's he's not saying that if uh, if they lost. I'll exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the feel good. Kelly Kelly. This is such a cute video. Little Austin's daddy passed away when she was just one year old. So she's developed a really close bond with a grandpa. Mm -hmm. They love to cook together, dress up for Halloween together. And her mom captured this really sweet moment where Austin asked grandpa to be her date to a daddy-daughter dance. Really? Are you going to it? We need our dad to go there. Oh. Right. Oh, I would love to. Austin. That would be the best. Aww. Her dad's irreplaceable, but I'm really happy she has like a male figure in her life to kind of 
be that for her. Her and my dad get along so well, but in that moment she was so like shy to ask him. But like you could tell she was just so excited to ask him too. And so it was really super sweet. Ah, oh, that is sweet. Oh yeah. She's like, there's this dip, this dance, you know, and daddy can't go. And I mean, oh, she's so sweet. And you know, she said she's got a lot of positive feedback from people reaching out, thanking her for shining the spotlight on ways that girls don't have to miss out on such a memorable experience, even if they don't have a mm-hmm. traditional daddy. There you go. Yep. You can uh, see the video on our website, WDJX.com. 9970JX. Good morning. Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. Well, um, Top Gun Maverick is the most best movie for grownups. Awarded a top cinematic award from the AARP. Get out. <laughs> yeah. That's I, awesome. I, I didn't even know that was a thing, but apparently it is. Best movie for grownups, Top Gun Maverick, which. Uh, I, I agree. I, I took in again over the over the weekend. I, Did you really? Yeah. Uh, my wife turned it on. I was like, "Oh, are you watching Top Gun?" She's like, "Nope, Top Gun Maverick." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I wasn't. It was casual, and then I was like, "Oh, well." Then I all of a sudden started getting into it, and you know, then my my wife and daughter are starting to talk, and I'm like, "Guys, shut up!" Like I can't <laughs> can't see the movie. I, I can't see the movie. I, like I wasn't even into it, and then I got into it because it's it's I one of those. See what happens? I can't hear them. I, I know, I know. So uh, yeah, uh, that movie. It's so well done. Uh, best movie for grownups. I, I guess they're going to do this. Uh, they, they recorded it over the weekend, but they are going to show it on February seventeenth on PBS. Uh, this, oh, that's an actual. Oh, it's an award ceremony. This du- have a show. AARP award ceremony. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But Top Gun Maverick, you already know. They won. Best movie for grown-ups right there. Well, okay then. Uh, so Kelly thinks she could get fired if management hears her joke. Possible. I'm up to the line. I don't think I'd jump over it. Maybe. Interesting. Uh-huh. Take on that. Is that what you're going to tell them if they if they <laughs> bring you into the office? I'm just banking on the fact they don't listen. Oh, okay. Right? Sure. Smart. We're just keeping it between us. Smart strategy. Thank you. Whoever laughs first loses. If you laugh, you lose. With Ben and Kelly on 99.7 DJX. All right, Trumpets Mean, it's time for You Laugh, You Lose, the game where Kelly and I sling jokes back and forth. First person who laughs loses, brought to you by the Caravan Comedy Club. And I got to say, I am holding the You Laugh, You Lose trophy right now with a one-game lead. So, pressure's on, Kelly. I'm, uh, I have some ammo in my arsenal that I feel like might take you down. All right. I like that. That's my goal. That confidence is what we need, Kelly. That confidence is what we need. It's whether I can uh, hang on myself. Yeah, yes. Okay. All right. I'm hoping I'll get fired. <laughs> you, okay. All right. Well, let's yeah. hope you don't either. Uh, okay. All right. So here, let's make a pact, all right? Okay. No one tell on us. Okay. Yes, that's a really good pack. Like, don't tell. All right. It's just between just us. Between, just between it's us. It's just between us. Exactly. No, no need to involve the authorities. That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, you laugh, you lose. <laughs> Losers go first. That's you. Thanks. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> hey, Ben. Yeah. They say money doesn't grow on trees. Mm. Then why do banks have branches? Ah, good point. Kelly dropped a box of light switches. They were heavier than I thought. Yeah. You'd think they'd be lighter. Right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ben. Yeah. 
I'm a mom. Okay. I'm an optimistic pessimist. Sure. I'm positive things will go wrong. Ah. Hey, Kelly, what does a narcissistic cow say? What does a narcissist cow say? <clears throat> Me. Instead of moo. Mm-hmm. Got it. Hey, Ben. Yeah. My grandma hates her new stair lift. Oh, no. Says it drives her up the wall. Ah, literally. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking with my North Korean friend, Kelly. I asked him how things over there are going, and he can't complain. Literally. Got it. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Robin says the Batmobile isn't starting. Oh, no. Batman says, did you charge the battery? Robin says, what the heck is a tree? That was good. Uh-huh. Kelly, I have a fear of speed bumps. Yeah. I'm slowly getting over it. Yeah. It's probably best. Yeah. Especially for your tires. That's right. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Sat next to a baby for a 10-hour flight. Oh, no. I didn't think it was possible for someone to scream for 10 hours straight. Oh, no. Even the baby was impressed I pulled it off. Oh, no. Kelly, what does my grandma and a website have in common? What do they have in common? Making me accept cookies on every visit. Cute. Adorable. Love, Grandma. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Signed up for a Zoom workout class. It was too advanced. So when the instructor said, you know, do a plank and bring your knee to the opposite elbow. Uh Uh-huh. I did a modified version. Yeah. I turned off the computer and made pancakes. Ah, good. Kelly, constipation jokes aren't my favorite, but they are a solid number two. two. Yeah, good one. Good one. Classic. Thank you. Classic. Thank you. Thank you. What did one saggy boob say to the other saggy boob? What? If we don't get some proper support, people are going to think we're nuts. Good job. Good that job. That wasn't even the one I was worried about. Good job. That was good. <laughs> I was into that, though. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Didn't All right. It. I'm holding on for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? It happens to the best of us, right? It does. It does. I knew. Maybe. Oh, stop it. Stop, stop, stop. I, I knew. I, stop. Uh-huh. Do you have to worry about that? I mean, you, you know. I'm not as tone as I once was, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The trophy's yours. Enjoy. It's. Oh, boy. (laughs) You laugh, you lose. Thanks, Rhonda. She's very happy for me. I appreciate it. Uh, Hey, we're all we're all we're all proud. And now we're both tied at a sexy 69 apiece. (laughs) That might get us fired. (laughs) All right. Bold move to smoke while you're getting gas. Dumb move. Don't do that. Sure. Setting the bar, Kelly's are what kind of stories? Examples of what not to do. There you go. Don't you do this. Can manage to make it through the day without causing an explosion. <laughs> because you were smoking while stealing gas, you're doing okay. Didn't see that coming, did we? Right. 30-year-old dude out of Washington arrested um, for a bunch of different arson charges. He was allegedly trying to steal gas by siphoning it from another vehicle at a house. <laughs> Which, okay, you know how to siphon, right? 
You, yeah. You like stick a tube to the gas and then you suck. Yeah. yeah. No. Right. Don't do that he either. Was, he was doing that while smoking a cigarette. Mm. Oh my gosh. Right. So obviously gas being flammable, it ignited, causing a huge flat fire and explosion. The victim's car was totaled. Siding of their house was damaged. The guy apparently wasn't hurt. He was able to get away. You're kidding. His face didn't blow up? No. Um, wow. So he'd been drive, driving in a stolen truck, but it was... Shockingly, out of gas. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we're not going to pay for gas. We've already stolen the truck. We should go ahead and steal the gas, too, yeah, right? Real yeah, smart. yeah. So, anyways, he got away in another car that was driven by, you know, an accomplice. But uh, there was surveillance, camera footage. Police ended up catching him. So. Okay. That's you know, good news. I mean, at least, you know, nobody was hurt. Justice was served. Right. So, yeah, you know, here's the thing. Um Gas is flammable. Yeah. Smoking while getting gas, no. Right. Also, let's not suck it out of someone else's tank. Yeah. Smoking while you're trying to suck it out of a tank, no. (laughs) There's lots of no's. Don't do that in this story if you want to fully break it down. Sure. Sure. All right. So there you go. Set of the bar. If you can manage to make it through the day without causing an explosion because you were smoking while sucking gas out of another car. (laughs) I mean, wow. Right. Like, when he woke up that day, do you think that was on the agenda? Like, what are you going to do today? Well. Well, you know what? He looked at his agenda. He was like, well, got to do it. So better get yep, this done. The truck, check. Oh, dang. Need yep. some gas. All right. Let's <laughs> siphon it out of that while smoking. Check. Right. That is set in the bar on 9970JX. Over the weekend, I discovered something for the very first time that it almost felt like I was entering a secret world. A little secret society, a secret l- club you're uh, now a member of? Uh, I mean, maybe maybe I am. Uh, so this weekend, my wife and daughter were like, hey, uh, we're going to go get pedicures. And then my wife's like, why don't you come? Come watch you get a pedicure. Yeah. Do you think that it, they were like saying, you want me to watch you get a pedicure? And she's yeah. all like, no, get one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was just like, I've, I've never done a manicure, never done a pedicure. Uh, I have three daughters. I've gotten unprofessional pedicures in my past. Uh-huh. Um, but By I, your daughters. Right, exactly. I've gotten... Different experience. Exactly. I've, I've gotten, you know, the, the the little nail clippings and the toenails painted and stuff like that. You know, it's, that's, that's what dads of daughters do. Yes. But never gone to a place. And so I was like, ah, a I mean... Professional job done, yeah. I guess I could, like, go... Is that along? Is that like I was like I I don't know what what do you wear? I had all sorts of questions. I was like, what do you wear? Do you wear, uh, you, you know, what kind of shoes do you wear? And well, you don't take your clothes off. I'll say that that so is not one of those things like massages <laughs> where you take your clothes off. That that is something <laughs> I did. I that that's a good good uh, point. First pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't get naked to go to a pedicure. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, and we go and. I walk in and it's a bunch of women just sitting down there and there was actually another dad that was sitting down as well. I was like, okay. And see, my wife was like, ah, see, look, there's another guy here. I was like, oh, all right. All right, fine. Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. Men who have never yet experienced a professional pedicure. I don't think my husband's ever had one either. You're missing out. Well, I, I soon learned after 
sitting down. I my back was getting massaged by the chair. Yeah, those I, chairs are legit. I was I put my feet in the nice warm water, and then mm. uh, the uh, pedicure technician started. Um, you know, massaging and doing the salt scrub yeah, massage and, yes. and cleaning my feet. And I was like, you know what? This, this is great. So you, you weren't <laughs> was, ticklish. You weren't one where, you know, the the first moment they touched your, your feet, your toes, you were like, <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't ticklish. But a lot of people on Instagram were like, hey, if you're ticklish, that they're going to, that, you know, they're going to laugh gonna at out you. Of your seat. R- yes. Right, 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 right. Um, but no, I wasn't ticklish. It was, it felt like I had just discovered something that was a secret to me all these years. You were looking at life through a new lens. <laughs> I am. The lens of someone who has experienced a professional pedicure. And so it's funny because I'm sitting there next to my wife and we're both getting pedicures. And the, the pedicure uh, person who was wor- working on my feet was like, do you want this color too? And, you know, uh, lifted up the nail polish. And I was like, no, no, we're not going to do nail polish today. Um, but then this other couple, this lady and this guy come in as we're finishing up and she's like, I feel like you guys know our secret. And, and, and she even said <laughs> to her husband, she was like, see, there's another guy here. And, uh-huh. and I, like, like they was you all li- need permission. Like, listen, yes, men can do this too. I know. And I, and I feel like, and, and of course she was saying, well, you need to do this every month. And exactly. I'm, no, this needs to be like, regular. This is this is something that I felt like had been, uh, uh like a door that wasn't open to me. Now, right. now has been burst wide open. I've I've seen a new light, and who knows? Maybe I'll get a manicure. Oh wow! Do guys get manicures? Sure. I mean, why not? It's, yeah, and again, you can do you can get a manicure without having you know nail polish. It's twenty twenty three. Guys can get exactly. manicures. Clean up the cuticles, get the nails a little bit, oh, shape yeah, them up, buff them good. out. It yeah, felt good. Do a little cuticle cream, it hand, felt good. hand lotion. With little, they do the massage on the hands too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my wife was like, "Yeah, how you feel about it?" And I was like, "You know You're what? A pampered man now. I'm a new I'm a new man. I've, yeah. I've opened my eyes to pedicures. This was a, a whole sector." Out there that you had completely ignored. I had. I had. Paid no attention to whatsoever. Just wasn't a part of your existence. And now, look at this. Look at this. I know. My wife was was like, you know, when she said it at first, I was like, all right, well, what am I going to do? What what sort of chore am I going to do at home while you guys go get your pedicures? Nope. No longer. I'm going with you. You're coming. Yep. (laughs) I'm going with you. I'm going to get a pedicure pedicure too. Oh, yeah. New man. I'm a new man. And Dylan, uh, Dylan's all like, he rolls in on text. Hey, bro, don't knock those pedicures. I get a pedicure with my wife once a month. Hey, I'm not knocking them. Well, there love you them. go. I love them now. I w- Dylan's got a regiment. That's right. And I you should you should too. I will as of this day. So I have literally kicked open the door to Narnia and you have know, discovered you then, like the next stop should be like some sort of like beard treatment, face massage, facial. Yeah, <laughs> you should do that next. Uh, you know what? The world is my oyster now. I, <laughs> I have I have discovered this Narnia known as self care that, that that women have been <laughs> keeping under We've been lock and key. We've been walking through the wardrobe on a regular basis. I feel good, Kelly. Need to introduce you to Jaslyn Guerrero, aka Jazzy G. Mm-hmm. She's nabbing interviews with entertainment's biggest names. Started when she would go with her brothers to meet and greets for athletes, and that kind of gave her an idea to come up with questions to ask them. She had a microphone and an iPad and a big personality. Wow. 
And this kid's uh, resume is already pretty darn amazing. She's talked to Shaq. She calls him Uncle Shaq. Sure. Uh, Lizzo, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, Gigi Hadid, David Beckham, even Jack Harlow. What's going on, guys? It's Jazzy, and I'm here with the one and only Lizzo. And I'm here with Miss Alicia Keys, superstar actor Michael B. Jordan. We're about to interview Mr. Sean Carter. Jay-Z, to all the kids that have dreams of being successful like you, what advice can you give them? Believe in yourself, even for anyone else believes in you. I felt so great after that interview, and I really felt like I gave it my all. And it just felt amazing. You got that ultimate confidence like you do. You're very confident. Thank you. I like staying positive, and I really noticed that I just am consistent, and I don't give up. Until next time, jazz it out! Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> isn't she the cutest? So she's got over 234,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, her handle's at, at Jazzy's World TV and uh-huh. over 959,000 followers on TikTok, over 17 million views. Good for her. So look at that. Her resume is a little bit more impressive than ours. Yeah, we, we don't have, <laughs> I mean, we've been around for a while and we've talked to a lot of people, but man, she it's is, a, yeah, she's accomplished good for a her. lot. We need to little. amp up our game a little bit. Yes, so. All right. Good for her. You can see her story at uh, WDJX.com. WDJX. Kelly, did your parents have a favorite kid? No, no. No, I, I mean, mean we I mean, of course, no, try to no. For that title, yes. Yes, I, I, they will forever say no. We never have a fa- had a favorite, but really, did they have a favorite? No, they did not. They did not. But we always try to claim the title if we're like the first to call them on special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, stuff like that. I mean, I'll say that my mom didn't really have a favorite, but. If you were the only boy. she was going to have a favorite, it would have been me. Sure. Again, and and, and my boy. and my sisters know that. Uh-huh. And, oh, great. and they, my, my sisters know that and they've they've commented on it. That's fantastic. You know, but yes, as parents, you're not supposed to have a favorite, but at least it shouldn't uh, be obvious. I mean, sometimes it's obvious. No, that's bad. That's bad parenting. I think Joanna is dealing with a family who has a favorite. It seems that way for sure. Yeah, who might be turning a blind eye to some things because, oh, couldn't be our little Joshy. Uh-huh, Joshy. <laughs> names have been changed. <laughs> dramatic yeah, changes. I was going to say, I'm just, <laughs> just throwing out names here. Anyways, yeah, group therapy. We're going to get into this here in just a minute. But yeah, she and her husband are just trying to get the family to realize, hey, look, maybe your favorite isn't as wholesome as you think do for you it's called group when you need advice come to ben and kelly it's group therapy on 99.7 djx grab some snacks here we go hey ben and kelly got a group therapy situation for you my husband and i've been together for a little over six years the first year we were dating was rough he ended up having to go to treatment for six months with an addiction to painkillers mm. He's been sober now for five and a half years, but during those six months while he was away, I still went to all of his family events and holidays. Okay. During one family event, his cousin came up to me and asked if he could send a me a message on Messenger to ask questions about my husband, see how he's doing. Mm-hmm. I said, sure. He started off acting like he was genuinely concerned about him, and then all of a sudden it got inappropriate real fast. Oh. Started making remarks about how he was very attractive. Every time I'm around, he tries to imagine what I look like under my clothes. Ooh. I stopped messaging him instantly. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving came and he was there, so I tried to avoid him as much as possible, but he literally followed me upstairs into their bathroom and tried to come in with me and shut the door. Oh, 
Luckily, he heard someone coming up the stairs and he walked off. Mm. But ever since that happened, I've had anxiety about being around him. For sure. There have been a few other accidental touches, and I told my husband about all of this. He was furious, told his parents about it. His mom was upset, but then still said that's just how he is. What? My husband told them it was not acceptable. We would not go on big family vacations anymore if they chose to invite him. Right. We haven't been on any vacations with them in the last four years because they invited him. Mm. My husband hasn't talked directly to the cousin, and the behavior stopped because he knows the family knows, but he's never apologized. And even if he did, we just don't want to be around him. Mm. I'm losing respect for his family, though, because it feels like they're always choosing his cousin over their own son and brother. Is there any way to make them understand how bad his behavior actually was. Okay, so it has, according to Joanna, ended, right? The right. the inappropriate messaging and inappropriate behavior from the cousin to her? Yes, but they still don't want to be around him at big family functions, and the family mm. continues to invite the cousin despite knowing their feelings about it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of tricky because as... You know, family is family, and you've got to address these situations for sure. Yeah. But how do you do it, especially if you're the, quote, outsider? Yeah, 100%. I don't know if it's a good idea to get them all in a room and address it, because I feel like it's been addressed separately Mm -hmm. and then not really taken with the gravity that it should be. So, Especially by, you know, the mom. I was going to say, are we maybe just focusing on one person, and that would be the mom? Maybe. And, yeah. and and if you get the mom on board to understand, then maybe she can be the driving force of change. Could be possibly. Yeah. I think that that the biggest thing they're hurt about is they feel like that mom has just blown it off and isn't really validating their feelings about right. how uncomfortable she has been and how inappropriate all of that behavior is. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah. How do you? convince the mom of this is the big question so if you've if you've been in this situation you know what family's tough to navigate sometimes that's why it's uh it's good sometimes to have other people who've been in a similar situation chime in uh 502-571-9970 if you've got a suggestion that's what group therapy is all about listen uh group therapy joanna is having as she and her husband are trying to get like his family to understand how big of an issue his cousin's behavior is around her. Now, it's stopped, but they've confronted the family and nothing has changed, though. Yeah, uh, so they're they're basically like, if the cousin's going to be there, we're not going to be there. And yeah. so they haven't been on like family vacations for four years because the cousin has been there. Now, that said... Um, her husband hasn't actually confronted the cousin about his behavior directly. He's just been, you know, bringing it up to the family and just like, listen, we don't want to be around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Paul. Uh, so here's the deal. I think they're trying to make this guy's mom a scapegoat. Um, I'm married. If my cousin was trying to come on to my wife, uh, I think that I would have to have a conversation with him myself. That's a one-on-one man-to-man conversation you need to have. So I think maybe some of their guilt about not having that conversation, they're pro- trying to project it to their mother. Mm. That's not her fault the guy did that. You know, as, as your, if that's your cousin, you need to handle your business. I feel like that conversation does need to happen, yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're saying, oh, it's my mom's fault, it's my mom's fault. No, it's it's not. It's mm-hmm. the cousin's fault, mm. and he, it needs to be addressed. Yeah. If you're looking for apology, it's never going to happen unless you have a conversation. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. They do need to confront the cousin and just say what you're what you've been doing is unacceptable. It can't happen. If we're going to be a part of the same family, she's got to feel comfortable being around you. It needs to stop. Absolutely. That 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 should have happened years ago. Mm. You know. So I hear you, Paul. Ten cents. All right. Yeah. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, have a good morning. Now, Katie says, what if you showed the mom the texts between the cousin and Joanna? Yeah, maybe if she still has the messages. she re- He reached out a messenger right. and text messages. So if she still has that, that's one option. Just to, again, say, listen, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I think avoiding is... Yes, a lot of people are saying, hey, you know what, uh, setting those boundaries is good and just, you know, avoiding and stuff like that. We we are getting several people saying that, but I think avoiding is just going to continue to just kind of brush it under the rug and not actually address the actual problem. A lot of people are just saying, listen, you need to, to cut all the stress out of your life. And if that yeah. means the family that are not going to support your feelings than them included. But I think we, we do need, if there's a next step to be taken, yeah, we talk to the cousin directly. I mean, how, him. And, and how much do you push and how long do you wait for them to change? That's... I don't know. I, maybe if they do get an apology out of him for yeah. him to own up to his behavior yeah. and vow that it's never going to happen again, yeah. then maybe they can try to move forward and see if he sticks to his word. And if he doesn't, then we kind of sever ties all right well i hope the best for your situation it's tough i think yeah joanna maybe your husband and the cousin need to have that conversation even if it's it has happened and and it's done you know it hasn't happened again he hasn't really accepted accountability right he hasn't faced the music for that and what his choice is and what he did so he needs to be held accountable. And I think once that happens, maybe they can all move on. Maybe he will learn from his behavior and, and promise not to do it again. And maybe he can emerge a better person. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, definitely maybe the next step is is having your husband address the cousin and talk to him. But then, you know, hey, uh, good luck. And hopefully you can get some resolution in that. If you want to see uh, or, or leave your reply, the thread is open. All right. On yep, fa- at Ben and Kelly Show on Facebook. All right. Good luck, Joanna. Keep us posted. So, when's the last time you started a project and then you realized you were in way over your head, but you were too far invested to really pull yourself out? You, I mean, you have to finish it. Got to finish I mean, it, right? There was a time I had a, like a burst pipe at my first house that I owned, mm-hmm. and I ended up having to patch a hole in my wall like i got the pipe you know fixed professionally and then Mm -hmm. they just kind of like they'd cut a square in the drywall out and they just kind of put it back so i had to repair that myself and i did well there you go thank you so so mudded it sanded it all the things repainted so you weren't over your head really well like i had to go to home depot and get some advice i was gonna say you just people there realized figure out how to do this yeah i mean you just realized you unlocked another skill that you didn't know you have so that's good so we decided to replace our refrigerator uh, that had was 30 years old. You know, it was falling apart. We we're like, all right, it's it doesn't it's really time. seal very well anymore. The uh, it you can feel cold air around the freezer, and so it's like, all right, that's it, not good. It's time to it's time to replace this thing. There so, are some fancy refrigerators out there too. Like, so oh, we so many cool ones. Yeah, I mean, we get um, we get the measurements, and this was 
and and you know find find one that we think we like and we're like all right it looks like it's it's there we're, we're just gonna swing by uh and take a look at it so we do and we can't find it and so it's like okay well um is there another one that would work was this at a store Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had gone to Lowe's. And so it, it was, we were just kind of walking around and we we're looking and um, we find one. We're like, okay, well, this looks like it could fit. And in my brain, I, I remembered measuring the spot. Oh, my God. Do not bring <laughs> I mean, you rem- the measurements with you because I, that matters a great deal. It, it really does, Kelly. It really I, does. I knew that the refrigerator that we previously had looked at that wasn't there at the moment or wasn't at that location uh-huh. fit our hole. Oh, great. Our cutout. Yeah, you got to know if it's going to fit your hole. Yeah, exactly. That's really important information. For sure. And so I'm like racking my brain going, I think, I think this is going to work. And, and, you know, my wife is like, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to work. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's, just eyeball it. it's probably going to be it's fine. Probably going to work. Yeah. And I even brought a tape measure. Okay. And I'm, that's and I'm, good. I know. And I'm measuring and I'm like, all right. Okay. But did, that, you, did you bring down the measurements that you, that you wrote down? No. Oh, okay. I didn't have the measurements of the whole. But oh, I yeah. had I had my tape measure there at Lowe's, and I'm I'm measuring it. I'm like doing it. I'm like okay, yeah. all right. You and, probably write that down and bring it with you. And we're like, you know what? Throw caution into the wind. It's gonna work. Let's do it. Wrap it up. Put it on a truck. So uh, they're like, great. We can deliver it tomorrow. We're like, fantastic. Super. That works. So the the time between. <laughs> us buying it and the delivery i'm sweating and i'm and did i'm you going go back and remeasure yes did you write down the measurements of the actual refrigerator and so i went i went back i i pull our our existing refrigerator out and i i get into it and i'm like i'm start measuring everything and i go ooh, ooh, ooh okay oh, all right well tight. well it's gonna be a little bit tight on the on the width wise Depth wise, I think we're okay. Height wise was freaking me out too. Like the whole yeah was I. I'm like it looks like it's gonna just. I think it's gonna slide in there. It may be even like an eighth of an inch too small. The hole may be an eighth of an inch too small for yeah, the I've refrigerator. Had to trim the cabinets. I just it didn't fit. Bought and so yeah. I'm I'm thinking oh. to myself, oh gosh, okay. How oh, I get boy. out the sander, I'm like, okay, do <gasps> I do I sand this down now or do oh, I wait gosh. for the guys to come deliver it and then realize, all right, it's not gonna fit. So I prepare the width and and I like take off some chair rail. I ch- I take off a little bit of like molding around the side oh, and boy. and I'm like, I think that's gonna work. And so. The guys deliver it and, you know, just getting it into, you know, because I, I, I live in a Cape Cod there in St. Matthews. It's not right. a huge house, right? And right. so and logistics are a little difficult when you're trying to bring in a big piece, a big appliance. Right, right, for sure. And, and, and I ask these guys, I'm like, hey, have you ever like gone to a house and not been able to get it in the house? <laughs> and, and the guy looks at me, he goes, all the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like the only idiot that didn't measure correctly. I'm like, all right, all right. And so, so they get it into the kitchen and I'm like standing on my tiptoes, kind of looking and he looks at me and I look at him and he goes, and he's like, 
it's going to fit. I know what you're looking at. It's going to fit. I'm like, yeah, that's the type. Yes, yes that's what I want. That's, that's what, what I want. You needed to and then, hear. And so, you know, I'm like, I feel so good because I'm glad that I didn't already start to like sand and Wreck do all this. Cabinets, oh, yes. right. Because I was this close to doing Whoa. that. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't do that. And so he starts to push it in the spot and. Oh, no. It stops. And I'm like, oh. No, no, oh. No, 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 no. And he starts to push a little harder. I'm like, oh, hang on. Hang on. You're not going to be able to put, like, lard on this and, and ease this sucker in. Uh, there's, I, I'm going to have to take off the, the molding also <gasps> on, the, on the hole there. Oh, man. And so I go, all right, just leave it. I'll handle it, and I'll, we'll push it back. You know, and he's like, all right, cool. And so they leave. And so, legit, I had to. Oh, no. I had to take a crowbar and, and pull off the molding. And then, and then it's exposing all this, like, sheet rock and, and like, oh, like the, no. the plaster. And I'm like, oh, man, this is, I mean, way over my head. But, but refrigerator fits. Where's the problem? Oh, okay. So there <laughs> I just you go. covered. I just covered up the issue. No one has to know. No one has to know the little issues. So you did know. we properly hook up the water lines and all the things? Yeah, 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 yeah. All that all was right. all that was hooked up um, uh, ahead of time. Nice. But uh, but yeah. So now yeah. it's a glorious new shiny beacon <laughs> of newness. Yeah, but just the just the sweats oh, I had no. to go through of making sure the hole was big enough. Yeah. Yeah, we we've gone through that. So we we got a fancier one upstairs, but then I found uh, a $300 one on Facebook Marketplace. So I've got I've got a bargain and I got a a shiny expensive one. Both are fun, both work. Did they fit the hole? They fit the hole. Yeah. By now you're waking up realizing that no, uh Cincinnati is not making it into the Super Bowl again this year because of the Chiefs. And their stupid team. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, so it's the Eagles and the Chiefs. Super Bowl 57 taking place in a couple weeks there. February 12th in Arizona. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was down to the wire there between the Bengals and the Chiefs. Uh, there were some, obviously, some controversial calls there near the end, which spelled disaster for the Bengals, but whatever. I'm moving past it. One of the cool things that I did realize is the Kelsey brothers are going to be playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Um, oh, that's fun. The Chiefs and the Eagles, yeah. And it's the so fir- that family's winning no matter what. Right. And it's the first time brothers have played against one another in a Super Bowl oh, I bet. ever. So that's kind of cool. So that is kind of cool. But, uh, anyways, uh, February 12th, Arizona. Uh, it's just a little less super. In my mind. But whatever. Really, we're not tuning in for the game, though, are we? We're tuning in for the Rihanna Rager that's going on. Yeah, the Rihanna concert that's happening. Yes. (laughs) 20 minutes of pure Rihanna bliss happening. That's right. Yeah, that'll be great. I can't wait for that. Uh, Coming up next, look, we got a message from a listener and is wanting to know how she doesn't come off as a jerk to her sister-in-law. Yes, but gently saying, hey, stop mentioning the past hurts my feelings. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, easier said than done, for sure. Yeah, you got to choose the right words. Right. We'll get into that as we dive into DMs. On the way next, if you can get a hold of us on social media, at Ben and Kelly Show, Facebook, Instagram, 
or Twitter, you can DM us an issue. And you know what? We'll toss it out to our listeners, see what we can do for you. This one says, I got a situation, need a little help. Every time I visit my sister-in-law's house, which is probably about eight times a year in the past six years of my relationship with her brother, she brings up my husband's long-term ex-girlfriend or another ex in conversation. Oof. It really irritates me, and I ask my husband, why does she do that? Mm-hmm. He says she doesn't mean anything by it, but it feels very disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to discuss any of my husband's exes with his family. Right. For example, his long-term ex moved out of state. She asked him if he knew about it. Hmm. Another time, she brought out an old wedding album that included her and my now husband together. Mm. So how can I say to her that I never want to discuss his exes without coming off like a jerk? Okay. I really like his sister, but every single visit, she brings his last ex or an older ex up in a reminiscent kind of way. Yeah. Even says he never acted the way with her, the way he acts with me, so she can tell he really loves me. So what the heck, man? Am I being too sensitive? (laughs) I'd love to hear if others have had to address this kind of a crazy issue. Would love any advice. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, have you talked to the sister about it? I know you've talked to your husband about it. Yeah, no, I don't think she has. And I think she's trying to figure out what's the best way to do that. Like, what words do I use so that she's not, like, totally offended by what I'm saying or, you know, gets defensive about it? Yeah, because in the sister's eyes, I think she's probably trying to show that, look, you're great. All these others are not. Or, I don't know if, yeah, it's just... Well, it's just kind of weird. It's bizarre, Leo, that she is bringing things up. Like, it's not... I guess a lot of these situations, they're not current. Mm. So it's just kind of like, oh, hey, did you see that your ex just moved out of state? Did you know that? Like, why? Right, right. Why do that around yeah. the current wife? How And how she doesn't quite understand that the current wife probably doesn't want to discuss the ex, mm-hmm. like, ever. That's a little interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had these situations before where y- you got to sometimes walk around and figure out the way to address the situation. And that is definitely where we are with this one. Um, if you, and it doesn't sound like there's any kids involved, so I don't think he's got to co-parent with any of these exes. Right. So it doesn't sound like they need to ever be brought up or a part of the situation. All right, 502-571-9970 is the number to uh, text or uh, call. Maybe you've dealt with this in the past, and you're like, no, no, no. This is, this is how you deal with it, an in-law, all right? Uh, maybe your experience could help in her experience, all right? Yeah, she doesn't want to damage the relationship. No. She wants to have a relationship with her. You yeah, know, and she said... Get, get along well, except for this one thing. Exactly. She said she likes her sister or her sister-in-law, yeah. but uh, but yeah, this this thing, just quit bringing up the exes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't say it like that, though. Or maybe you say it like that. <laughs> like, like you say it jokingly, though, but... It's like she brings something up and she's like, stop bringing up the axes. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I don't know, 502-571-9970 on the radio. Diving into the DMs, her sister-in-law continues to bring up her husband's axes. Really likes her, but she wants to know how can she say never discuss his axes anymore without coming off as a jerk. Yeah, you don't want to like make her feel like she's walking on eggshells right. around you from from now on. 
which might be the case depending on how you bring this up. And look, I get it. When you start dating someone, you're dating their family in a sense too. And the family can get attached to the person that you're dating and they can have certain feelings about that person after you've broken up with them. And yeah, and, and we've had plenty of situations on this show over the years where, you know, moms continue to talk to exes of, you know, their son or daughter um, and it, it starts to bother the new girlfriend or boyfriend, you know? Exactly. Got a text. Have the husband say something whenever the sister brings it up next time and the wife is there. Like, probably not the best topic to be talking about in front of my wife. Emphasizing the word wife. Yeah. Now, Allie is, is taking a more direct approach saying, hey, can I ask you a question? Why do you always bring them up? That's direct. That is very direct. And you also know what? Get your feeling across. That may get your feeling across in not a jerky way. Is that it? That's not a jerky move, is it? I don't think so. And I think the only thing, the thing we're trying to do is to make the sister-in-law kind of put her in the wife's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you feel if, you know, your husband's ex is, exes are constantly, are constantly thrown being in your brought face. up in your presence. Yeah, and maybe body language and your face is a big part of how you address this with her. Because I think See, it, it, if it were me, I'd probably just kind of get really quiet and get off and get get up and walk out of the room or something. Uh-huh. Just kind of like passive like let the, let it be known that hmm yeah. I'm a little sad, upset. And then maybe they might like, hey, was it something I said? Right. I mean, but maybe she's not getting that. Maybe she's not maybe. getting those those vibes. And so I think, you know, yes, you're, you and your husband need to be on the same page when it comes to this the next time it happens. Yes. I, I like the idea of the husband speaking up since it's his sister. Mm-hmm. You know, just because then you don't want to make her look like the bad guy. Yeah. That she's being overly sensitive or whatever. Right. Right. If he just points it out, just like, hey, you know, we don't need to bring that up. Quit bringing up my exes. (laughs) (laughs) We broke up for a reason. Yep. Say it like that. (laughs) She broke my headlights with a Louisville slugger bat. (laughs) Nope. I don't think that's what happened. (laughs) But yeah, they're, they're exes for a reason. I've got a new wife now. Let's concentrate on her. Let's, all right. So, well, hey, good luck in addressing that situation. I think, I think we're all kind of saying, yes, let's you and your husband get on the same page. And uh, hopefully that helps get the point across the next time you see sister-in-law. Because, you know, hey, you know, I, probably sister-in-law doesn't know she's doing it intentionally. Yeah, she may not be fully aware of how that feels. For his wife. Right. All right. Keep us posted. 9970JX, Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. Now that we're near the end of January, we're on the brink of the month with love and love throwing itself in your face. And if you're single, man, that could be a, a tough one. So we're helping you celebrate yourself this month. Valentine's Day. Get That's it? That's right. That's right. All about me. Yeah, let you get uh, your hair done from Amarellis Hair Salon, take yourself to dinner, give you uh, one ticket to go enjoy Joe Coy's comedy show. It'll be nice. Right. <laughs> w- Joe, Co- Joe Coy is very funny. He is. He's very funny. We could have sprung for a couple of tickets so they could bring a friend, but now it's fine. Yeah, it's just, just we'll give you one. Yeah. If you want to bring a friend, they can they can buy one. Yeah, WDJX.com. <laughs> click win. You can uh, get in on that. And so, you know, I saw a stat that said there's about 40% of the population is single. Of those, oh, really? Yeah, of those that are over 18, right, and living okay. in America. So uh, American singles 
over 18, 40 percent. So that's That's a a larger percentage than I guess I thought. Yeah. So where do we find all these people? Because uh, like Louisville gets a bad rap for being a not very single friendly city. Yeah, for good reason. I lived through that. <laughs> when I moved to town, it took me a long time to find my person. Not saying that it's impossible. No, but, but, it just may take you a little longer. Yeah, but Louisville has long had a reputation for being a city that, man, if you are single when you roll in and you didn't, and you didn't grow up here. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, but apparently... We don't have to go far if you want to find single people. Now, that would might mean doing more than just going for a weekend getaway. But Cincinnati, right up the road, has the most single men, uh, one of the most single men in the area. Uh, also, one of, the mo- one of the places with the most single women in the area. Well, okay then. Cincinnati. Also, St. Louis, not too far away, uh, mm-hmm. right, right down I-64, another... A uh, city that has a ton of single men there. Now, here's the the other question: Are they single by choice? Because I know a lot of people are kind of delaying, you know, getting married or getting into serious relationships until they get their careers off the ground. I think people are waiting later to get married than they were before. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that, that could be. Or they could just be undateable. Or that. <laughs> yes. Continuing just to. <laughs> Live with their parents and yeah, you know, I'd love to see the breakdown of single and looking for a long term situation versus single because they want to be. Yeah, that they don't get that minute in uh, in this data, but yeah, but yeah, I I mean Kelly can attest after mm-hmm. moving here to Louisville. Yeah, you moved here married. I with, did. You know, babies. So yeah, I didn't get the uh, single yeah. life uh, treatment in Louisville. And no, I did for <laughs> many, many, many years. But you know what? It all worked out. You found it your person. Out. It did. Yeah, it see? did. I'm so not really, bitter. it no all Kelly the way it was supposed to. Yeah, yours should be a success story. It is. Yes, yours is a success story where you broke into the Louisville man market. Did and you kicked around and you figured it out and then you you married a townie. You found I it. Sure did. <laughs> there you go. He was engaged twice before me. Yeah. See, I was the one that stuck though. That's right. That's yep. right. So single guys, if you want a large majority of them, hundred miles up the road, Cincinnati is a place where you could, could go look, or you could just be like Kelly and just you know what, be persistent. Be persistent here. Yeah. Wait (laughs) out here in Louisville. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It worked out the way it was supposed to, Kelly. Sure did. 9970JX. Good morning. Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. I love hearing these stories of like the early days of either actors or pop stars and people who took a chance on them and people who whiffed on them, like, you know, especially like certain actors that maybe uh, turned down like these epic roles that went to someone else. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, But there's been some pretty famous ones. Yeah. So over the weekend, Katy Perry was actually talking about a... Uh, when she had just started her own record label, um, talking about an artist, a song specifically that came across her desk, and she was like, mm, "Meh, 
She sent me an email one time that um, was, hey, check out this new artist. I'd really like us to work with her because she was working with me um, for Unsub. And it was a song called Ocean Eyes, and it was just a blonde girl. And I was like, man, boring. Yeah, Ocean Eyes, blonde girl. Yes, that's meh, boring. That's Billie Eilish she's talking about. And she was like, meh, boring. And then she pauses. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, obviously Billie Eilish went on to uh, do her own thing. and uh, That would have been a nice artist to have on her roster. Yeah, and who knows, though? You know, again, maybe if Katie had taken a chance on Billie Eilish, maybe Billie Eilish wouldn't have become Billie Eilish. Exactly. Everything works out for a reason. Because I'm trying to think of anybody who's come out of Katy Perry's label that is... I was today years old when I learned she had a label. <laughs> yeah, I know. So maybe Billie <laughs> Eilish is like, thank you. <laughs> Who knows? Bless uh, her heart. Yeah, right. All right. Hey, coming up... Katie needs to work on having her own hits. <laughs> she, ah, you know, she's, she's, got, she's got her second career right now as being an American Idol judge. So Exactly. She's doing she's her... Just, you know what? She's living her best life doing that. That's right. She's doing her own thing. So... Uh, hey, coming up next, it's a setting the bar story. And don't get on Elaine's bad side. And make sure if you're doing something naughty or illegal, you have the right address, okay? Oh, gosh. Yep. That is on the way. Billie Eilish first here on 9970JX. It's 9970JX. Setting the bar stories, Kelly. They're examples of what not to do mm-hmm. or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. Look, it's so important to make sure you have the correct address, especially if you are doing something you shouldn't be doing. So if you can manage to make it through the day without going to Elaine's house, looking for some yum-yum, then you're doing okay. Oh, gosh. And look. So apparently Elaine was not the person to give you the yum-yum? Well, Elaine can't stop men from showing up at her house looking for love and that's not like a compliment to elaine like elaine's just like super hot super hot and wanting you know all these guys are are trying to beat a path to her door let me guess does somebody like post her address like on for a good time show up here like on craigslist or something well not craigslist but yes something similar where there was a naughty website that um turned out they've been giving the guy's her address. OMG. Like, can she sue somebody? I would sue somebody. That's horrific. And they come to her house. That is such an invasion of privacy. Oh, I'd be mad if I was Elaine, too. Knocking at the door, asking, saying they have an appointment for people named Nikki or Rhonda or even Kelly. No. Oh, you cannot get any Kelly Yum Yum here. Turn around and leave. <laughs> Kelly is not here, and she sounds hideous. Uh, and she, has she posted a sign on her front door? It sounds like she should have. Yeah. Like, I turn mean, around if you are here to see all these women. There's no Yum Yum to be had here. Yeah, so she says she appreciates that the police do are quick to respond when she calls. But really, they don't do anything other than just shoo the guys away. Because are you serious? They're not doing anything wrong, apparently. But she, they can't. But can they go to the site and say, listen, you can't publish people's addresses. But Elaine has her own way of handling it. Yes, I have my Smith and Wesson 357 Magnum loaded four inch barrel next to me. OK, now can right. I answer the door with it? Yeah, she answers the door yes. with it. She's like, All right. Me and Smith and Wesson are telling you to get. This is uh this is my friend Smith uh and Wesson and I would like to tell you that you need to get off the porch right now. Yeah, that's right. No yum yum for you. No yum yum for you. 
Oh, wow. So, yeah, again, uh, very important to have the right address. Very important also to make sure that address doesn't belong to Elaine there in North Texas. That's just crazy. I can't believe that this site is still, is the site still up? Did she get it, like, shut down? I don't know. That'd be my mission. Yep. Shut that down. Yep, there you go. That is setting the bar. It's Ben and Kelly. Good morning, 99.7 DJX. Uh, if you missed anything from the show, always the podcast, great spot to catch up. You can also catch up and see what we talked about up on Facebook as well, at Ben and Kelly Show. Yeah, the discussion carries on over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when, you know, you reach out and you've got an uh, a, uh, your husband's cousin who's being inappropriate, saying things, doing things to you that's not cool, and you can't get the family on board with, like, hey... He's doing Knowing this. how serious it is. Right, exactly. So what do you do? So that was part of our group therapy here uh, this morning on 99. We had a couple of issues with, you know, his family, like family members kind of doing or saying things inappropriate. Yeah, and because. What's the best way to handle that? Yeah, we had Joanna and then we had another DM from a listener about a sister-in-law. Right. Who Who's was. Just constantly bringing up her husband's ex. Yeah. And I, I get it. Sometimes, you know, you grow attached to your brother or your sister's boyfriend or girlfriend and you think that they're they're great and you know for whatever reason that relationship doesn't work out and and why why do you then have to break up with them too well except for the fact that you know your brother has now remarried (laughs) yeah exactly as a new wife yeah and we need to make sure that she feels like the priority for sure for sure so yeah, there's a, a a lot of things to catch up on on the podcast up at WDJX.com. Uh, Kelly, what else? Um, get to the website as well just to catch up on all the trending stories that you can find out. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some news on the front of Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. They're out of GMA3 permanently. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, we did. And uh, Amy Robach also lost her job at uh, ABC News 2020, too. So. Mm. They're going to have to start over. You can see the latest Avatar 2, The Way of Water. The way of, It's just still living its best life. No. Have you seen that one yet? Nope. Fourth highest grossing movie. Here's the fun part about that, though. James Cameron alone has three out of the five I know. biggest movies of all time. Titanic, Avatar, Avatar 2. Exactly. But that said, Avatar 2, he said that, that, that it had to make $2 billion just to break even. Wow. So there's there is lots like he goes big, and yeah. so then they have to perform for it to uh, be economical. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to, if you have a desire to see that movie, uh, I, I think it's kind of predictable. It does tell a uh, you know similar story to the uh, uh, Avatar one. I, in water. This I time? would see it in 3D because oh. the effects are absolutely stunning. Yeah. So so it is it is truly a cinematic masterpiece when it comes to that. So um yeah, for sure do that if if uh that is your jam. So all, all right. right, check it all out at wdjx.com.